0: John and Sam in Japan, the International Comedy Podcast.
1: Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam.
0: And this is John and Sam in
1: Japan, the International Podcast. International Comedy Podcast. It's the, the 100th Social episode. How are you getting that wrong? It's the 100th episode.
2: <laughs> I'm just so excited I can't it's the 100th believe episode.
1: You've ruined the celebrations of the 100th oh, episode.
2: <laughs> fuck it up. It's your fault, like, fucking, I'm supposed to not be drinking for November, then you're just telling me about this new beer, swinging this new fucking type of, new type of Kirin, which is even better than Ichiman Shibori. Just sat here fucking depressed. Sat in a car recording this in fucking rainy England.
1: Sorry to rub it in, but yeah, we're yeah. not sponsored by Kirin Spring Valley Silk Ale. But if they want to send me a case, I'm very much up for it.
2: Oh, fuck it, I'll send me a case or ten. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yes, John, we have made it to the 100th, <laughs> c- the celebratory episode. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Did you did you expect us to make it this far?
2: Yeah uh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i mean to be fair the, after the month i've had of no drinking i didn't expect myself to make it this far it's been uh, <laughs> well
1: it's you been say you morning. say a month listener we're recording this on the 19th of november so
2: <laughs> yeah and i did have a few beers last saturday when i was watching football but <laughs> <laughs> first weekend i was like nothing just you know at home, drinking water, and you know, woke up, went to work, and I felt great. I thought, oh, you know, uh, this is, you know, maybe there's something to this. And then as the week wore on, <laughs> and I just thought, fucking hell, this is boring. And then I saw like a tweet from just somebody I follow in Japan, just and they'd said something along the lines of, oh, you know, it's dangerous giving up drinking. Like, basically, like ancient people, everybody throughout history, human beings have always drank alcohol and there's a reason that you know like civilization has got to where it is because people drink alcohol and it's not good to not drink alcohol that's you know um you know I mean I'm guessing the ancient people didn't have 50 cans of Stella and shit on the bathroom floor <laughs> <laughs> so it's everything everything in moderation I think but anyway, last so last night I didn't drink. I haven't basically I've drank once this month and I thought I'd feel better for it, but I don't I just feel more depressed.
1: So your month of drinking has consisted of just drinking, really. Less than no, no, before. No, I've only had I've only had
2: I've only had one day of drinking. I've only drank uh four three pints. You know, last Saturday I went and watched Huddersfield and then had two um no, three four pints I think i had one uh at half time. So yeah, four pints in nineteen days. It's not not good, is it?
1: Uh, well, I'm not sure which perspective <laughs> you're coming from. If you're coming from the <laughs> the I perspective I of drink, the ancients I said... who <laughs> built
2: civilization,
1: <laughs> I thought you were coming from the perspective of the man who said, "I'm not going to drink anything for November," and yeah. he's had four beers. <laughs> With one of our good friends, in fact, f- featuring featuring him later on the show, uh, Edgar Frank. He's he was a he liked to be he took the whole year off and as far as I yeah. know, that's from oh, yeah I know
2: <laughs> he he did it for charity though didn't he?
1: Well, I think he did it for charity to ensure that he that he would stick to it.
2: Yeah, well, what am I going to do it for? Children in need? I don't give a fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it could be wise to do it for the. Uh, A National Liver Society or whatever they're called, perhaps.
2: Yeah. But all these charities just, you know, the CEOs pay themselves shitloads of money and all the money that you donate, most of it just goes to fucking advertising and Facebook adverts. So I'm not, no, I'm not big on uh, organised charities. Although I do pay £5 every month. I do pay £5 a month to sightseers, which is to help blind kids in Africa. So I do do pay for that, actually.
1: Ah, worthwhile, worthwhile.
2: Yeah. What we need is more Africans to see. You can see how they're being fucked over by the West. <laughs> <It's all part laughs> of my rebel. Long, long, yeah, lo- it's all about my long-term plan to start a revolution, making <laughs> African children see.
1: Can you imagine? In... In the history textbooks in like 500 years, and John McBride led the revolution of Africa
2: <laughs> by paying five pound to... a month to sightseers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he. In fact, he wasn't the leader because another guy called Terry was paying ten pound a month.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, how did we get onto this? Uh, oh yeah, sorry, I fucked up this the intro. So yeah, a you...
1: comedy <laughs> <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: So, oh, these two old duffers, John and Sam, have hit the hundredth episode mark. Or is it the hundred-fifth? Or sixth? The way they scotch-tape their lives together, they may have only done eleven, and have auto-tuned the other ninety-odd together through the interwebbing. How would I know? I'm old. Much has happened since it all began. The monarchies in both their homes changed hands. Covid has scoured the globe in its grim purpose. But through it all, we've counted on these chums to faithfully don their Union Jack-patterned kimonos and dish on worldly happenings. Where John may or may not have pooed round the house during a piss-up, Sam keeping double-sleeved ziplocks bulging with Tim Tams taped behind the toilet, despite ardent claims they don't exist. What fresh hell will the 200th episode entail? Stay tuned and find out. Any Rota, thanks and enjoy.
3: John, 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 John Sam, in Japan.
2: Okay, so uh, this is a kind of special 100 episode. Um, game that I've made up, I and mean, it basically I've trolled through our past episodes, all hundred and was it three of them <laughs> for the hundredth episode special. I think, I think special. it could
1: be a <laughs> hundred and five. A hundred and five. This um, is the hundredth, but there were five others that appeared, or yeah, four others
2: some, <laughs> Yeah, there were some extra ones. Um, so yeah, basically I've just got, there's five episodes I've found. Um, I'll tell you the title of the episode. And what I want you to do is, I'm going to read you uh, something that was said in that that um, episode. and you have to decide if it's me or you who said this? So what I want you to do is, uh, can you, rather than going tell me i want at the end tell me all five i want you to tell me in order what you think so can you make a note of which ones you think is oh yeah who says sure what? sure so okay, hang on
1: <clears throat> let me see if i can get some uh pen and paper i am uh, lucky and i'm gonna have pen and paper just there look at that how organized am i do, do you know what the, the notepad is it's my notepad of just how fat i am <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you on now I'm um, I'm doing all
1: right. 84 and a half kilograms this morning. Oh, well, Weigh myself good. once a week. Doing all right. Nice. Yeah, I'm doing all right. That's, I'm coming that's before to, the I'm delicious
2: coming... delicious spring <laughs> spring whatever the fuck is <laughs> yeah. called kirin.
1: Spring valley. Yeah. I'm coming to England in December, so I need to lose weight before I go, so I can put weight on while I'm there and not return yeah. and, like be a be a the required weight to be a sumo wrestler. <laughs> Right, anyway, I'm not obsessing about my weight listeners. Go on then. So I've got my pen uh, and paper ready.
2: All right, so uh, 2018 episode called uh, Twilight Bar Fight. And the quote was... Twilight
1: Bar Fight?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think it was a... So it says, um, this was something that one of, either me or you said. If my wife really knew who I was, she would divorce me. I just pretend to be this husband person. When she's not watching me, I eat like a pig, licking plates, scooping food using my fingers like people <laughs> in India, spitting out chew boards like a Viking warrior.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So, okay. So Twilight, what was it? Twilight. Twilight bar fight. Bar fight. Yeah. And you want me to tell you? Uh, you, you want me to tell you who I think it was later?
2: No, no. So yeah, just write down now. Do you think that was me or you who said that?
1: Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Can I, I, I? Am I allowed to make a comment just now? I. Oh, I'm not. I'm not guessing who said it. Right. The, I. Uh, you know, I. I name the episodes usually because yeah. I upload them. I'm dubious as to whether there was one called Twilight Bar Fight.
2: I mean, it was. It was to do with, um, like, in. Uh, I was a story about when I was in Australia, uh, in Queensland. In remember, wow. I got sick. Well, was I got that said,
1: really like genuine, genuinely is a title of the episode?
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I've got no Time memory have... of that. I wondered if you were trying to, if you were uh, trying to uh, prank me. It wasn't even our podcast.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, no, no, no. Um, so, okay.
1: the next what one is it? called
2: Myanmar. But it's me and Ma, and it was from when uh, the episode was when it was on about like how I had an Irish cousin come and stay at my house, and he he called his mum Ma, and then I kept calling my mum Ma, and it drove her mental. Um, so we were talking about like. Pissing off our parents, but anyway, this this episode, one of the two of us said, my mum has never caught me wanking. Uh, she's come close, I think, a few times, and I'm sure she's probably cleaned up some wanky tissues I left by mistake. But overall, I think she didn't know how much I was wanking when I was young. I was really secretive, like a wanking ninja. <laughs>
1: oh man! <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it <can't> be true. <laughs> so, okay, number three.
2: <laughs> it's an episode called Jumbo Crush. It was about like a, a German woman who uh wanted to marry an aeroplane or have sex with an aeroplane.
1: ah uh, yeah, yeah uh, I remember.
2: Yeah, so this one was uh um, there's a bit of back and forth here, but it says one of us said, and this is the person I want you to guess, is the person who says the first thing. He says, if I had to, not that I want to, but if I had to make love to a vehicle, then I think I would probably go for a hybrid car. The other person says, I love the way you say make love to and not just put your dick in, uh, but why a hybrid? And the other person says, I just think they're the sexiest of all the vehicles and I wouldn't get my knob all black on the exhaust pipe. And then the other person says, I can tell you've actually put some proper thought into this. So I want to know who was the person that said they'd like to make love to a hybrid.
1: Uh, Oh dear. Uh, We're a bit worried about that one.
2: (laughs) So the next episode is uh, I'll Be Back and it was uh, an episode where I did some Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions from the film Commando. Um, And it's, the quote was, honestly, my kids are nightmares. I had one. Uh, I had one, and I thought it'd be a good idea to have a second, but it's like when you're a kid at Christmas and you really want this present, and then when it turns up, you like it for a few days, but then you realise it's a bit shit, (laughs) and so you just want to play with your old toy again. But this new toy won't leave you alone, and you have to play with it, even though if you could, you would just give it away to charity, but your wife won't let you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Starting to understand why this podcast has the reputation it does.
2: <laughs> um, and then this, this one was uh, episode Rigor of Fire. And it was uh, an episode where we talked about somebody having diarrhea um, and after eating spicy food. But he said, I think COVID and lockdown has proved to me. Uh, what I suspect I kind of suspected all along I'm just a boring person I've loved lockdown apart from the work part of it being at home and not being able to socialise with people and not having to see or interact with the general public has been great it's shown me how much disdain I have for everyday life how stupid most people are how I wake up every morning glad I don't have to see or hear from normal people going about their bullshit lives in fact I think oh no in fact I'd say I think COVID is brilliant I just hope I never get it (laughs)
1: <laughs> so right. there we go
2: those five so S-
1: uh go on, Ed. Mate. so i mean the so the first one was twilight fight this is where you were talking twilight, about bar fight, yeah. twilight bar fight that's what you're talking about your wife would divorce well, one of us was talking yeah. about how your wife would divorce you if
2: Yep, yeah. she saw her uh, properly
1: yeah like, i'm I, f- I feel like that's something I would say, but at the end of it, you said something about um, bo- like f- f- spitting out bones. And I don't think I would say that. So I'm going to say that's you. So, number one, Twilight Bar fight, your wife would actually divorce you, John. No, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is right. It is right. I just didn't think I'd say it in public. <laughs> okay, number two. This was from Myanmar. This was, I think the the highlight from this was wanking ninja. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm a bit worried about this one. Again, I don't think I would say it in public, but maybe I did. <laughs> uh,
2: yes, it was you. So you can have a point. <laughs>
1: okay. So it's one all. <laughs> all right. I'm starting to sort of think that this could be a stitch up. <laughs> number 3. Oh no. Yeah, well, I'm fair, the number 3 was the jumbo crush. uh have sex the I would like to have sex with a hybrid car. Yeah. Oh, that's got to be me. That's me.
2: It is you. You have got a hybrid <laughs> yeah. car.
1: I know. I know.
2: <laughs> so that's 2-1
1: to you. 2-1 <laughs> to me, yeah. I think the important point in that was I did say if I had to. It wasn't yeah. like it, I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. number th- number 4 um number four was about when you have a second kid uh, but you realize (laughs) you just want want to give away (laughs) Uh, i mean just for the uh, that could be either of us let's be honest we both have (laughs) had that thought (laughs) i'm gonna say that was john
2: no, it was you. Oh, she's you too. too. <laughs> You're a twat. <laughs> 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 so uh,
1: <laughs> I actually thought that number five might have been you, the loving lockdown, despising the general people. <laughs> but they've all been me so far. So have you gone just for a, a full quota of <laughs> Sam quotes? This is to win <laughs> the game.
2: This is to win the game
1: to win the gay is 2-2 ah the pressure's on
2: yeah the psychological uh, warfare can
1: you can you do the quote again do the quote again yep
2: yeah, it says um I think COVID and lockdown has proved to me what I kind of suspected all along. I'm just a boring person. I've loved lockdown, apart from the work part of it. Being at home and not being able to socialise with people and not having to see or interact with the general public has been great. It's shown me how much, I, how much disdain I have for everyday life, how stupid most people are, how I wake up every morning glad I don't have to see or hear from normal people going on about their bullshit lives. In fact, I'd say I think COVID is brilliant. I just hope I never get it. <laughs>
1: all right so i'm 99 even though you've gone sam 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 i'm 99 percent certain that that quote is a john quote
2: no it's you i would had covered really early can't remember i was one of the first people to get it uh so yeah three two i thought
1: that oh <laughs> man i can't believe i've lost that on my own quotes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one must be like being a politician. Do you remember saying this? I have no I have no recollection <laughs> of that at all. The, the one oh, wow. the, uh, I'm gonna have to go through and check these because um yeah. which is good because it'll boost our listeners' n- listeners' numbers. <laughs> number number one, uh my wife doesn't know what I'm really like. Definitely I, I'll admit that was probably me. Three, sex with a hybrid, I'll have it. Four, give away your kids, I'll have it. Five Love in lockdown. I'm surprised I said that, but yeah, I can believe it. The number two, the ninja wanker.
2: The wanking one. <laughs> I think I dunno. I think I think because we'd said that um in that episode we talked about how the fact that um my mum had indirectly said to me, Can you just stop doing whatever you're doing in the shower? It stinks. So I mean, to be fair, quite a lot of your quotes, the things that I'd said previous to that. A horrendous house. <laughs> <style. laughs> I think you just kind of get egged on by me speaking bullshit. And say, oh yeah, you'll say. I think if I'd have quoted some of the shit I'd said, <laughs> fucking police would be knocking on the door. <laughs> but it's all there for listeners if you want to go back and listen to him.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, well I would. Re- I would definitely recommend the uh the Myanmar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for uh, let let's see what John was saying before I call myself a wanking ninja. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Welcome one and all to Culture Corner. It's the corner. You can learn a lot about different cultures, but not corners. Learn while having fun in Culture Corner. It's the corner. Words, phrases, metaphors.
4: You'll soon know the scope
5: Find out what they mean with a Culture Corner team. Hello and welcome to Culture Corner. My name's Eka Frank and I'm from England but live in Japan. Being British and married to a Japanese woman, our cultures often clash. Topics include debates over whether tea should be green, if you should write the date or month first on a form, to how you should treat prisoners of war. There's nothing, however, to highlight the difference between our two island nations more than the topic of taking a bath. Growing up in a large family in England, by the time it was my turn to get in the bath, I could be the fourth or fifth person to enter, the water having not been changed or heated since the first member got in. Dipping your hand into the filthy liquid in search of the soap was a lottery, and once you penetrated the line of scum on top, what you pulled for out from the dark unknown could range from belly button fluff to skin that's just been picked off a relative's foot. Once you finally located the soap, the first job was to dig the pubic hair out of it. If you were lucky, some of the soap would get stuck under your nail. If you were unlucky, your brother's hair would still be attached. The first time my wife was due to take a bath at my parents, she refused to get in, comparing it to a swamp in Shrek. She had a point. I thought my wife would be impressed that in England the toilet and bath are in the same room. She fails, however, to appreciate the benefit of being able to defecate and get straight into the bath, cutting out the middleman, saving on toilet paper at the same time. It's what Greta would have wanted. You can then relax in the bath, taking in your own homemade fragrance. My wife refers to the brown stripes on my bath towels as evidence that this habit is unhygienic. Incidentally, she also claims that there's no word for skid mark in Japanese. Taking a bath in Japan couldn't be more different, with the most important rule being you can't actually wash in it. Yes, you heard me correctly. Over here, you have to wash before you're allowed in. To allow for this, the Japanese bathrooms have a walk-in shower attached to the bath, where you're supposed to cleanse yourself before entering the tub. Though taking advantage of the drain on the floor, by urinating in it is a cultural no-no apparently. Once having washed yourself before entering the bath, which some may argue renders doing so completely and utterly pointless, be prepared to enter a liquid hotter than lava. Ever wondered how Anakin Skywalker lost his legs? Too long in a Japanese bath, that's how. Not even a hot and humid summer's here stops my wife from entering the near boiling water. She's not content until the steam has filled her lungs and her skin is red, itchy and blotchy. It's relaxing, apparently. In England, taking a bath is a -a once-a-week burden. A necessary evil to warm you up on a cold winter's evening or prepare you if you're on a promise. Though you'll be lucky if that's a -a once-in-a-week event. In Japan, however, it's a ritual central to the evening's events. Meals, television and family visits are all built around it. It's the highlight of the day. An event my looks forward to far more than she does seeing me. She folds her towels especially. She washes the bathroom in anticipation. She announces it's bath time in a triumphant manner with a big grin on her face, packs her bath bag and at times even takes in a cup of tea. For me, this signifies the start of 45 minutes of peace and quiet and control over Netflix. So it's not all bad. Thanks for listening to Culture Corner. I'm Edgar Frank. See you next time.
1: in Japan, in Japan, in Japan, in Japan. Jesus Christ! Next, we've got some musical comedy from podcast stalwart Ruben VM. I think at the 100th episode mark it's a good time to say thanks to Reuben again for supplying so many of the jingles and the songs uh, that we feature in the show. If you want to find out any more about Reuben, of course you can find him on YouTube, Reuben VM and he's even threatening to release to release a musical comedy album at some point so we'll be plugging that heavily when he does. But anyway, For now, Ruben's given us a song to play in this 100th celebratory episode. The title of this comedy song is, interestingly, Comedy Song. Ruben VM.
3: Uh, So as you um, can see, I'm a a musical uh, comedian. (laughs) Um, Which actually makes me a minority, which for the first time in my life uh, feels great. (laughs) Um, The only problem is... uh, I don't know if you, you're aware of this, but in the comedian community, kind of, there, there's a bit of a, um, a bit of a division, let's say, and um, uh, so a lot of comedians think that uh, doing musical comedy is is cheating. Um, so I just wanted to get ahead of that and um, <laughs> explain to everyone what I do uh, in a song. This is called comedy song. sweet melody. You think maybe he should do music instead of comedy. But nobody's laughing, so I'm getting nervous. So I start to panic, and I say something about my penis. It's big. It's a comedy song. Comedians don't respect me. It's a comedy song. They think that it's cheating, but it's the one thing I know. I wanna say If you don't like it You can just lick my taint Uh, You don't need musical talent You don't need a good voice You don't need good lyrics Doesn't even need to rhyme It's a comedy song It's kind of annoying It's a comedy song But you're kind of enjoying When you wake up tomorrow, this song will be in your head This song is more catchy than HIV AIDS (laughs) Now I start a third verse, you think? Now you're starting to bore us So I say, fuck it Let's all sing the chorus It's a comedy song Crowd participation It's a comedy song Manipulation Cause if it's in a song You can say whatever you want You can even call the audience A bunch of stupid dumb cunts It's a comedy song See what I mean It's a comedy song You're all a bunch of sheep Thank you very much! Johnny McV and Samuel T two Brits talking shit over a cup of tea, probably.
2: A spot of milk and a crumpet, please. But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for the burning question, which was, uh, what is something that in the hundred and odd episodes that we've done that you found uh, particularly memorable? So, who's been in touch?
1: Yeah, Samurai Spurs got in touch on Twitter. Uh, He said the most memorable thing for him was the story about John hitting golf balls at disabled people, (laughs) (laughs) which which, uh, may I just point out didn't make it into the quotes game earlier. (laughs) <laughs>
2: well also yeah well vicky got in touch uh, via gmail and she said uh i've enjoyed all the episodes but the recent one about shouting on your bathroom floor has haunted me <laughs> which yes <laughs> i think
1: not the only one
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, S- several people got in touch and just basically i, I won't read them all but the-, the general theme of it was sam's a mug for paying 500 quid to have his aircon cleaned
2: (laughs) yeah yeah Bob got in touch saying that time when Sam said he was a wanking ninja
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's not true (laughs) (laughs) definitely Bob doesn't exist
2: we did have Tom say John doing his Arnold Schwarzenegger quotes which that's one of the reasons I actually went back and listened to that episode
1: (laughs) Uh, it doesn't say whether they thought they were (laughs) good or bad well go on, just for old time's sake, could you dig what could you dig one out for us now? I can't remember what it was. It was from
2: Commando, wasn't it? Just um oh, I can't remember. There's what about smashing someone's face in with a hammer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't
1: know. An uncomfortable amount of people uh said that the most the thing that they enjoyed about most about the show was Ruben VM, which yeah. is obviously. <laughs> obviously the <laughs> yeah the jingles <laughs> and the songs i mean we appreciate them too and we do think they're good but best part of the show i mean oh am yeah. not sure about
2: that well yeah the ones i saw just said the jingles and i'm assuming it's the jingles that reuben made rather than uh, <laughs> my, uh mine and yours and i tell you i was quite, you know, quite gutted that nobody mentioned my two christmas songs uh you know yeah well, I thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking ridiculous
1: we we both put the effort in in fact no one mentioned my uh mullet my mullet rap either i did a <laughs> rap about mullets that no one mentioned
2: yeah. yeah the mullet <laughs> game that i made uh, right so well i hope here's to 100 more memorable episodes yeah 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 105
1: <laughs> for <sure>. um <laughs> for sure
2: and uh, yeah well thanks for bob to uh, putting me uh onto the case of the wanky ninja
1: <laughs> 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 got a feeling that nickname might stick.
2: <laughs> 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 uh.
1: And that's all for the today's show. The celebratory 100th episode is finally over. Finally over. I mean we've been enjoying it so not finally over but it finally happened and we've all enjoyed it very much thanks to everyone who got in, uh, involved especially thanks to Matt Perkins for the voiceovers so far the 100 episode voiceovers and the one he did today uh, thanks to uh, Edgar Frank again in Culture Corner giving us some good information about our baths and of course thanks to thanks to the third most exciting thing about this podcast Ruben VM <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: so with uh, next episode's birdie question I think what we'll do is what's something that you've given up uh, that you've realised is pointless to give up and you've just gone back on
1: <laughs> I, I wonder where you've got the inspiration for that idea
2: from
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, yeah. it looks like we're going to uh, carry on as we have been
2: yeah so um, anything else
1: no I think that's all
2: Oh, actually, hold on. Before we go, I have got one thing I I meant to say. So, obviously, that game, you admitted you're a wacky ninja, you eat like a pig, you hate your kids, you want to have sex with a hybrid and you're a boring cunt. Every single aspect of that is 100% made up, including the names of the shows. From top to bottom, the whole thing is absolute fiction. I literally made up all of those quotes this morning when I was in bed. I thought when you said is there a a title of an episode called that I thought fuck he's gone on to it too quick Uh, but no all the names of the shows were made up every quote was made up from scratch (laughs) so there we go listener like Kaiser Soze at the end I'm walking off with a limp there we go mate I'm not wearing
1: a hat but if I were if I were
2: now we know ladies and gentlemen what Sam's really like
1: (laughs) but But let me say this. Okay, I may have admitted to wanting to get rid of my kids and being a pig, my wife should divorce me, um, that I am a boring bastard and that if I I had to shag a car, it would be a hybrid. But I did not think that I was a secretive... <laughs> wanking ninja
2: <laughs> i sure when we edit it back you'll you'll oh i suppose we won't because you'll edit it fucking hell i wonder if this is all gonna get cut out
1: <laughs> it's gonna go from the intro just a reuben vm <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. well
1: literally anything oh, else
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's all <laughs> catch, catch you later, later.
4: It is time to go That's the end of the show If you liked it, write a review
2: Five stars or F you
4: And if you want to get in touch We'd like that very much Send a tape of your comedy Not a tape, just an MP3 Send us some comedy Or a song that is funny Send us your favourite bit
2: But we don't want your dick pics
4: It is time to go That's the end of the show Tell your friends and your family Or
2: even the people you're married
4: You should join in Answer the burning question. Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter, day and night It's John and Sam in japan at gmail.com
2: And if you do this, then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on
0: John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast.
2: Uh, She's come close, I think, a few times, and I'm sure she's probably cleaned up some wanky tissues I left by mistake. But overall, I think she didn't know how much I was wanking when I was young. I was really secretive like a wanking ninja.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man! (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Uh. It's... (laughs) Call me not